Bon Kratzer was born to move. A professional ballerina, she discovered fascial flossing through Bob Cooley's book, The Genius of Flexibility. After trying one flossing exercise, Bon knew she was onto something. Something different from stretching, different from yoga, different from Pilates, all of which Bon has ample experience with. She went on to work directly with Bob, learning the intricacies of fascia within the body and how releasing this fibrous network with a tensile strength greater than steel not only improves mobility in the body, but also aids the function of deeper lying organs. Bon uses her knowledge of acupressure points and TCM meridian lines to share how fascial flossing your quads or your hamstrings encourages flow, both of blood and of energy, in these deeper tissues. If you have travel plans this holiday season, fascial flossing will change your world, providing release from tightness in the body so that you're able to feel more spacious, more relaxed, and more comfortable in your own body. Are you ready to hear more? Let's dive in. Welcome to Holistic Wellness, a podcast exploring the science and metaphysics of health and wellness. I'm your host, Brandi Searcy, founder and formulator at Rain Organica, where you'll find holistic skincare in one simple routine. Today, I'd like to welcome Bonnie Kratzer of The Floss, also one of the co-founders of Ghost Flower, which we'll talk about in a little more detail later on in the show, and one of the women who participates in Beautiful Nomad as well. I'd like to welcome her to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Bonnie. Thanks for having me, Brandy. Super happy to be here with you. Can you share your backstory with us? <laughs> Absolutely. This has been a life devoted to movement in all ways. And um, it really started with my mom putting on the Brishnikov nutcracker when I was three and a half years old. And she said it was the first time I sat still for more than 30 seconds because I was always kind of a mover, <laughs> apparently. And, um, and, and I, I only would fall asleep if my parents were walking me, if there was some sort of movement involved, the car, the washing machine, <laughs> etc. So, but that was the first time I sat still and apparently my eyes were glued to the TV. And after that, my folks could not get me to stop knocking things over in the house until they put me into a dance class. Um, so I've had the pleasure and honor of observing bodies and being curious about bodies my whole life. I think um, my South Node speaks to that as well. <laughs> if anyone's into astrology, it's directly from a physical aspect and my North Node going into uh, Chiron, like directly onto the um, wounded healer. So my life is supposed to be about the body and movement. Um, so I, I, I 
um, focus my life heavily on becoming a professional ballet dancer. And again, I have the honor of having done that in my lifetime. Um, and that, of course, led me to look for all ways in which I could take care of my body between acupressure, acupuncture, um, Feldenkrais, Alexander Technique, um, gyro, Pilates, and lots and lots of yoga, the works really. Um, and um, all of those things really supported me on my path. And I went deep into a yoga path uh, practice, deep into a yoga practice. And I really thought that was kind of helping me keep my body healthy and would um, sustain me for a long dancing career, but I was starting to get injured and little did I know that my hypermobility was actually causing lots of distress in my joints. And when I met my teacher, Bob Cooley, thanks to him, I understood that my body was imbalanced in terms of healthy tissue, healthy, truly flexible tissue versus hypermobile tissue plus dense fascia and scar tissue because when you're hypermobile your other tissues around the joints will harden to try to stabilize so I had that going for me but when I did start reading Bob's book I hadn't met him yet I tried one exercise in the book was the quad exercise and I did it um, and I got a flush of nausea and I knew there was something special to it. I knew it was going deeper than the traditional stretches I was doing. Um, his form of stretching uses a resistance plus a movement. So a way to engage the fascia as you elongate the tissue creates this gentle cleaning out of the body from the inside out, getting rid of the hard, dense, plasticky tissue. And I could feel the change immediately and, um, the buoyancy in my quad and the functionality increase. And I was like, okay. So I went through that book. I started, I went front to back. I, somehow I memorized it without even knowing it. Cause I met his trainers later and they're like, oh, you have this all memorized. I was like, I do. Okay. I guess I really liked it. And I started integrating it into my yoga teaching practice, which was um, really fun and also very challenging to teach this new way because it's a bit of a, a, um, a, a mind, um, a mind toss up when you're learning this. Um, usually I'll say a dirty French word there, <laughs> mind something. Um, but uh, once you start to practice in this way, your body remembers, because this is our animal instinctual way of stretching. You know how you, when you watch an animal stretch, they'll paw at the ground they kind of yank at the ground and then start elongating into their downward dog or their child's pose. They're really engaging as they stretch. The same, we do the same when we yawn in the morning. We're in, actually engaged when we stretch. You know, that very satisfying feeling of kind of like moving through thick resistance. That's you lighting up your connective tissues um, and impacting them in a way that creates more electricity, some more chi flow, so to speak. L literal electricity tr is transported through the fascia, but we can get into that later. Um, so anyways, you, you, once you learn the work, you're like, oh yeah, this is really the way that feels good for my body to stretch and 
of course, I love a nice, quiet, passive, relaxed holding pose um, like we do in our traditional um, stretches that we've been passed down over time in the dance world or in the yoga world or, you know, just our PE worlds. <laughs> um, um, and that there's a time and place for that. Absolutely. And it feels so yummy to kind of do that, but also adding this practice is a way to very much adjust the health of your tissues, your connective tissues. What is fascia? What is fascia? <laughs> Important question. It is the tissue that connects all other tissues. Um, it is an ever weaving web of spindly fibers, sheaths of fibers wrapping from your toes to your nose. It holds our organs in place. It holds our capillaries, our nerve, it wraps our nerves, it wraps our muscle groups, our bones. And there's varying degrees of it. Some of it's very spindly, some of it's like big sheathy structural supportive um, fascia. And it, it's, it's essentially your connective tissue. Um, it's made of mostly collagen, about 90% of collagen. We talk about that all the time in the wellness beauty world, right? And it's a little bit of elastin, hyaluronic acid, base material. So um, like, uh, well, besides the, the liquid that it holds, it's also um, the, the minerals that also support it. Yeah, so that's mostly what fascia is. And, and it's no one's fault that if you don't know what it is because it's understudied. As, a, as a, a dancer who got her degree in dance and we had, I don't know, three um, semesters of kinesiology. I don't even remember my teacher mentioning fascia. She probably mentioned it for like five minutes, but up until the later aughts or people starting to put out materials about fascia. And, and part of the reason is because um, when you were doing the, uh, the classical anatomist, we're doing dissections, and I hope no one um, has a reaction to this, maybe a little um, warning here. I won't go anywhere near morbid, but um, the fascia, when the body was preserved, it looked like packing material. It didn't look like anything special or something to be studied, researched, acknowledged. They would just get rid of that so they could get to this the perfectly looking muscle group like your tricep or your quad they they wanted to, to find each of those individual pieces but didn't realize all the wrapping around those muscle tissues was a highly functional tissue that actually is the thing that holds us together that's the thing that makes our movements fluid. That's the thing in our body that transports liquids, blood and electricity and potentially a communication network within us. So um, it was discarded and I could go farther, even back farther to Joanne Avison talks about how the church wanted to control the mysticism of the body back when da Vinci was starting his dissection. So to get permission, he had to turn the body into a machine. And that's where we get biomechanics. Really, that's our heritage of biomechanics. But we're no machine and the fascia really tells us so. It's quite a magical material that 
um, does a lot more for us than we're realizing. So it's really important to take care of our fascia because it is the one thing that touches all other tissues and systems in the body. If we can affect the health of the fascia, then we have a good chance of affecting um, the rest of us, the rest of our systems. So you've mentioned a couple of times that it's this communication network and also electrical and I totally agree with you we are so much more than just matter we are definitely matter and energy can you talk about how the fascia relates to Chinese acupressure points sure yeah I'll try <laughs> all based on our embryology um and what's fun it's fun to think of the fascia as scaffolding so if you trace back to the embryo the fascia is actually the thing that's laying down the railroad tracks as we form. So um, it's kind of a chicken or the egg question. And Dan Keown talks about this in his books, The Spark in the Machine. Chicken or the egg, what is going first? Is there some sort of intelligent energy that's telling the fascia how to lay down the fibers in an organized way? Or is it the fascial fibers that um, have some sort of intelligence already that's supporting the cell growth. <laughs> it's kind of a wild thing. So if we, we go a little further down the line, when your organs are being formed, the fascia is what creates the scaffolding, let's say, of your heart, of all your organs, really. So the scaffolding of the heart is forming, but also eventually as it continues to form, there's a wrapping of the heart. There's fascia that goes around the heart. The wrapping of the heart, that same scaffolding actually trickles down to create then your arm, your limb. So it's moving through your chest and that same chain of fascia turns out to be in the pinky side of your hand. And that goes back up and tracks back up. So this would be considered the heart channel in Chinese medicine as that chain of fascia or the fascia creating the space in which the cheek flows. Um, so it's kind of wild to think about it, but it's like your liver is wrapped by a specific embryological fascia that then from your blob torso self, well, all, all the organs were forming first, then your starfish arm started to grow out of your blob. And that in that way, they relate back to the organs, the fascial chains relate back to the organs. So it's kind of a wild thing to imagine. And that's definitely still being studied. Some Harvard researchers kind of allude to it, but won't put their nose on it um, because you know, it is a bit elusive, right? And so, okay, so the points, how those relate um, to those fascial chains, which relate back to the organs. As let's say your shoulder, uh, acupressure points tend to show up around um, organizing junctures. So if your torso is being formed and then suddenly we're getting to a shoulder, the cells are having to do a lot more communication being like, I'm going to be the collarbone, you be the humerus head <laughs> or whatever they're telling each other. So there, there's a lot of communication in terms of differentiation. So the cells have to differentiate at some point. And so at, at places of, at junctures of differentiation, you'll find a lot more acupressure points. So there's a couple lung points up here, there's spleen points, there's pericardium points. Um, those are all Chinese medicine meridian um, 
concepts plus our organs. Um, so along these channels, you'll find at the juncture points more, um, more acupressure points than you would say along the, the meat of a limb, although they're, they're there as well. But um, at junctures, you'll find little, uh, what Dan Kion explained as little wells or spirit caves. So it's spaces within the fascia where the cells can accumulate and communicate. They'll hang out. It's like a, a subway stop, <laughs> like stop at the subway stop. But it's the space within the fascia that allows the chi to um, hang out and uh um, concentrate. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like the, um, at the subway stop, you need the station to be empty in order for the train to come in. So it's an actual space. It's not like a button, okay. not a button. It's the space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, I kind of want to go in two directions here. Yeah. We'll, we'll stick with the fashion for just a little while longer. Um, so you mentioned Bob Cooley and kind of your introduction into fascia. What did it look like after you read his book? Oh, good question. Ooh, um, yeah, because I kind of skipped that part of my story. <laughs> um, so I got to meet Bob about, I don't know, six, eight months later. Um, the man who was running the yoga studio and still does yoga soup in Santa Barbara hollered to my yoga soup team out there. Um, he invited Bob for a lecture series and to run some private sessions. Bob brought a posse with him as he usually travels in a posse. And I went to his lecture and he kind of eyeballed me and um there was, there was something about it and I wanted to investigate more. And so Bob was inviting people to help or, you know, observe private sessions of people who were open to that. So I went to a man who was a singer and Bob had him sing before he got worked on. And then Bob did the session on him, did the, what I call fascia flossing. Bob would call it resistance flexibility training. And the man's voice changed significantly. And I was like, wow, I really want that for myself. And at the time I was trading mostly for body work, right? Because as a dancer, you don't have a lot of cash. And I was receiving um, acupuncture at the community um, acupressure place, acupuncture place in Santa Barbara, whom I also love dearly. And they're a big part of my journey getting into Chinese medicine. Um, so I wasn't spending a lot on my body, even though I was working a lot on my body. So it's trading for all of those things. So $200 to me for a session was crazy at the time, but I went for it. And honestly, I could not believe my body. Someone named Alicia did my session. And the next morning at rehearsal, I was jumping higher, balancing better. I was like, what is this work? I was like, this cannot be true. So I got another session, I think within a month or so. And it was the same. It was just like, I couldn't believe the change. And I'm so appreciative that to, for that. Like it changed uh, my body. It, it helped with my injuries. Um, and as a trainer under Bob, I got worked on a lot and I think it was a huge change. And I, I was just very blessed and lucky to have that in my 
mid to upper 20s, young 30s to have that opportunity to change my tissue and, and get it so healthy. It really changed my hormonal system, my digestion and my immune, which I had a lot of trouble with my immune growing up. My, I was given way too many antibiotics and wasn't, uh, my mom wasn't able to breastfeed me and my immune system wasn't so hot. And so this work really supported that, not just fixing kind of like old tendonitis in my ankles, like hip issues. My knees were starting to get achy at that point in my dance career. And I was like, oh, my knees have always been golden. If my knees are getting achy now, something's up. And Bob's work really helped me with that. So I'm very grateful. That's what happened from there. We ended up in New York. Um, Oprah was working, getting to, we were getting to work with Oprah. We worked on her body a bit, which was so fun. And she put us in our magazine, so sweet of her. And Bob wanted to catch the interest. So he asked me to go to New York and help with the studio there. I was only supposed to stay for two months and ended up staying for now, <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still here in New York. Um, and uh, between then, one also one of my clients at the Santa Barbara studio, Susie Peebler, who is um, my co-founder of Ghost Flower, she was getting worked on so much and she got really interested in Chinese medicine as well and wanted to start an activewear brand that had meridians on them, <laughs> which actually it just started as a silly project. She was like, will you help me put meridians on my leggings so we can have a little educational product? And I was like, sure, that sounds hokey, but like, let's do it. And then it evolved into luxury, luxury activewear. Um, anyways, we've actually had to close our doors due to pandemic and um, targeted ad rules with Facebook and Instagram changing. Unfortunately, we were growing, growing, growing like this. And then that rule changed and we couldn't catch up. So we're sorry to see it go. Um, but Ghostflower is going to live on um, in education and in spirit because Kata and I, my other co-founder, we're gonna start up a, a video subscription service and a live class subscription that folks can jump in if you're curious about fashion and wanna change it, wanna know how to change it, you can jump in with us on that. So that's that um, enthusiasm for ancient wisdom and nerding out on fascia will continue because that was really the inception of Ghost Flower. So we're kind of, full circle going back there. So what does that subscription service look like? Yeah, so um, fairly simple, but we'll have a gallery of videos that you can choose from. Say you wanna work on tech neck. <laughs> we'll okay. have a video on which fascia flosses to do for your neck exactly. Or say you have uh, plantar fasciitis or just, you know, you want a total body um, fascia floss. Um, it's all in there from two minute resets to 50 minute flows. So you'll get your, what it feels like, you know, if you've never done fascia flossing out there, cause not very many people have yet as we're growing, um, it feels like you've done your workout, but also got a massage at the same time. So you leave a 45 minute flow feeling energized, lighter. I always feel spacious that people ask me, how do you feel? And I feel spacious afterwards. Um, if you think of your fascia as the, um, 
when it's dense and thick like a tourniquet or a straight jacket we're essentially stretching out that straight jacket so you don't feel like you're moving through that all the time we're eliminating your own resistance <laughs> so that's a really good way to be um but yeah that's kind of the base of the of the of the membership there okay you mentioned okay i love that you mentioned that um basically fascial flossing has helped with your digestion and your immune system what does that look like like how how are you working your because i'm assuming you're you're releasing fascia across your core to help with these things definitely um that's such a good question because because fascia is an interweaving web through the whole body you pull one part of the t-shirt the whole thing pulls right okay um so places we focus our flossing on places where we'll find dense tissue which is usually the back of the body and the sides of the body because fascia was essentially our exoskeleton as we were evolving so you find thick fascia on the sides and back of the body um, as you decrease the density, your circulation increases, the fluid flow in your body increases. That means more oxygenation, more hydration. And, and we, those are basic concepts. When we have those things, we're feeling a lot better <laughs> and our systems can work a lot better. Um, but say someone was having trouble with digestion, we can use the Chinese medicine roadmap because what we were saying earlier about the embryology those fascial chains are relative to the organs. So say I wanted to work on my stomach channel or my, or my stomach organ. We could go about it by working on the quad because that is where the stomach channel runs and it's the most dense aspect of the stomach channel most likely. So essentially you're pumping chi through the stomach channel via decreasing the stagnation in the quad. It sounds complicated, but it's not. We're just using the overlay of the Chinese medicine roadmap. Praise be for those amazing observers 5,000 years ago. I mean, way to go. Like, wow, this medicine is so insane to me. I really wish I had access to it when I was a kid. I mean, when you when I walked into my first acupuncture appointment, I was like, can you help me with my tendonitis and my Achilles? Because it was like everlasting since I was 15. And I walked out of there with my tendonitis, probably 65% better, but also she got rid of my current sinus infection, like my, my forever mucusy self. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> she was like, oh, I just needled your spleen channel. No big deal. I'm just decreasing the mucus in your body. I was like, oh, <laughs> great and that's how I got curious about Chinese medicine this was before Bob and then to learn that Bob also uses the meridians with his work I would just ask my acupuncture what's that point what's that point so I was just so curious and it it all just made sense and it's not for everybody but for my body it really worked and I I'd love for acupuncture to be more accessible to everyone on all on all demographics it's one of my life's passions is hopefully one day once I figure out myself a little bit more I can share that <laughs> and that was also the the point of ghost flower was to share that um or to be a gateway really because I'm no expert on that by any means I'm just an enthusiast 
maybe I might even drift into translator or just like cheerleader. I would give myself <laughs> cheerleader. I'll go that far. <laughs> yeah, because that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about because I've heard you speak on other podcasts and you know, like, you know your points. And so whether or not you'd had any formal training in all of these acupressure points. Um, no, I'm... Uh, oh. Oof, I'm an autodidact <laughs> and I didn't know what that was until Bob told me I was that and I was like oh you know I was thought I was a stupid dancer but I just I, I really accumulate information on my own reading books and stuff like that so I would love to have the leisure of going to acupuncture school but I haven't had that opportunity yet but you know I just I study on my own and, and I, I really experience it in my body. And I think because I have such a crazy psycho, overly sensitive feedback system, it helps me learn things about the body faster. It's like, bing, bing, like, oh, you had one drink last night, liver channel. <laughs> um, so it's it was kind of easy to learn. And, and to be honest with le- learning under Bob, as we're moving bodies, like we know the adductors, the main adductors, the IT band, that's gallbladder channel. And when you're getting to move someone along their gallbladder line, it's like, oh yeah, this is what that feels like. So I had hands-on time with the meridians in, in a macro way versus how a acupuncturist would be in a micro way. They would like be so in touch with the actual point. I was more in touch with the sinew tissue of the channel. So the whole thing the whole, down the whole leg versus a, a point on the leg. Okay. Yeah. How long did you work closely with Bob? I think it was six or seven years, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A genius. <laughs> he is a genius. Also a wee bit crazy. So, but you got to love him for it. So. One of the things I didn't um, mention, but I'd like to ask. Yeah. It, so if for anybody that's had any kind of surgery and so mm. then the fascia is tighter in that area, what does working on the fascia for a surgery spot look different than it does? Like, let's say if a person has had their gallbladder removed uh-huh. versus like operation on their rotator cuff, would it look different? Yeah. Um, scar tissue is essentially just hardened fascia. So it's on, if there's a scale of scar tissue to super healthy connective tissue or healthy fascia, like say this is Hussein Bolt's quads. He probably has like superhuman, elastic, pliable, hydrated tissue. And this is like old dude sitting in a chair his whole life, like super hard scar tissue feels like concrete, man. There's a, um, a delineation between the two or there's a um, gradation, I mean, I mean to say. So in the middle is like dense fascia, super dense fascia, and then you get over to scar tissue. Um, so it's all really your own body's ability to, let me step back one. Uh, one of fascia's main jobs is to protect. So if you have a surgery, your body, the little fibroblasts, those are the cells that make fascia and scar tissue. You're going to go into the area and lay down fibrils, little fibers of fascia to repair the area to stitch up the body. 
Um, so for each human, it's going to be different and um, it could be denser or more pliable depending on how healthy you are slash is your body going to, after you've had that surgery, then go in there and be like, oh, I don't really need this super hard tissue anymore and start to let it go. Oftentimes our bodies won't do that. So you have to augment the intelligence of your body. That's what fascia flossing is. We're just reminding those cells, hey, we don't need that hardened tissue anymore. Let's clean, let's do a cleanup job and clear out that densified tissue. So um, folks who have rotator cuff surgery, um, someone might come see me for a private session so I can do the hands-on manipulation. There's a self-practice, like we'll be teaching online. We are teaching online. And then there's a hands-on private practice where I assist people and move them. Someone with a rotator cuff surgery, I've had this before. They come in one time, we clear the scar tissue and they're like, oh my God, thanks. See you later. I'm like, cool. See you later. And then I have people who come to me three times a week, you know, for years um, because they not necessarily because they need it anymore, but they just love how they feel um, by practicing on a regular basis. And that's something I love about the self-practice is that you can get a lot done doing the self-flossing, even if you can't see me in person or, you know, another person who knows this work. Um, so yeah, you can, you can move your tissue from concrete to healthy, elastic, hydrated party tissue. I'm going to start calling it party tissue. I don't know. That just came out of my mouth. <laughs> I like it. Free flowing. <laughs> How did you get involved with beautiful nomad? Oh, they're my best friends from okay. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Um, Colleen, I met Colleen, Colleen and Linnea. They're the two partners running it. And Colleen, when I was dancing with the company there, Colleen walked in for ballet class and immediately we had a girl crush <laughs> and those two went to Westmont college together. So they've been best friends for a long time. And I think maybe four or five years ago, we decided that we wanted to start a retreat business. And because I was with Ghostfly, I couldn't support them as much as I'd like to, but I've been there from the inception and watching them develop it and grow and um, been at all of the retreats so far. And what they make is so beautiful and so special. Um, such a curation, <laughs> a curation of sisterhood. Um, lots of amazing women have come through and we've made a lot of good friends and the weekend isn't supposed to be serious, but what happens is this heart opening um, depth and, and love and merrymaking and deep release. And I've, I've, the last retreat we were on, I was playing Mariah Carey and Tony Braxton in class and it was just like dance party and singing and you know fun things like that so they're 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 making something really beautiful and I'm so proud and honored to be a part of it so what do those retreats look like like what is I guess what is the focus yeah because it seems like some self-care like serious self-care right yeah so Colleen teaches Pilates and I'll teach a fascia flossing yoga mashup. 
Okay. Um, there's some circle time for some light sharing and beautiful, gorgeous, healthy food. So it's really a week about feeling our best, um, slowing down so that you have time to sip your tea and really actually realize you're sipping your tea. That's our kind of our main um, thing we like to offer people and, and just lots of fun. So uh, our last retreat, we had um, a woman come teach us how to make uh, clay masks. And we've had other artists in residency come um, do workshops. Like we did silk scarf, natural dyeing and pottery making. And then there is lots of time to uh, relax. We, our friend Jenna from Linne Botanicals always sends us some good skincare. So all of us are slathering stuff and we're making a turmeric yogurt mask usually. And I usually teach mashing, which is a version of massage where you just, you get to use your feet kind of like a Thai massage um, okay. and free time and hikes and, you know, adventure. So there isn't, isn't like we're going to receive a teacher training, but the, the focus is being well together and being with other women and watching how that open is heart opening. Yeah. It's quite special. Okay. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Hope you can come on one. That'd be great. Yeah. So this myofascial work, I mean, I, so, and I'm somebody that has been receiving myofascial release massage for years, but this whole concept of being able to do it yourself, like this is, this is new for me. This is mm -hmm. something I discovered only, um, only this year in 2021. Wow. So, yeah. um, the floss is it, is it your own creation or is it Bob's? Um, it really came out from Bob. Okay. Uh, but I've kind of, you know, developed it in a way that's a bit more flow based so that you feel like you've kind of gotten a workout and got your heart rate up um, within the practice and adding a bit more yoga influence and movement influence as my background, um, um, you know, contributes to. Uh, but it's, it's myofascial work might have the same aim as flossing does where both, all of us are trying to, um, change the fascial structure so that you can feel more comfortable and free in your body. But myofascial work generally uses an external force, just like a, you know, a deep tissue massage and tries to change the fascia that way. What's different about this is that you're changing your body from the inside out using engagement plus elongation phase. And some people would call that an eccentric contraction. Like I was saying before, it's like animal stretch. The idea, the concept is called pendiculation. Pendiculating, all it means is contraction plus elongation. So say I was going to work on your bicep. Say you had scar tissue in your bicep and we wanted to check it out. I would have you curl your bicep in or contract your bicep. And then I would be an external input and elongate your bicep. And in that way, you're contracting. So you're pulling the fascial fibers and the myofascia together. As I pull you, we start to yank on the fibers. 
and starts, what happens is Bob watched this on an orthoscope when they did a, an experimental surgery. The fascial fibers start to break up the old plasticky ones and they go into the bloodstream to be eliminated out of the blood, out of your um, systems, through your limb systems. Or what also happens, so say you have a knotty area of your myofascia as you're contracting and I'm elongating you, those fascial fibers begin to reorganize, align so that they can slide and glide more efficiently. So it's a internal exfoliation and a reorganization of your tissue. How you do your bicep on your own, it's a little bit more limited, but you can still do the same thing. You engage yourself and then you use your other hand to elongate your lower arm out. So there's um, still lots of benefits to doing it on your own. Um, of course, coming for a hands-on session is like cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, so this is something else and this is just from my own curiosity about um, ways to support your liver or help it detox um, by using your flossing techniques. Yeah. Um, in class, I'm usually screaming at the camera at the Zoom room. <laughs> We're on liver channel now, people. I'm, I'm just kidding. But that, that channel runs up your inner thighs, up your adductors from your feet, up your inner legs and circles the groin and then finishes off in the sides of the torso. And so when we're working our adductors, we would squeeze together with our legs and then stretch the insides of our legs by prying our legs apart. There's lots of videos on that on my YouTube or um, on my website, and you can learn that there. But um, of course, I love some good old simple acupressure. And in the morning in bed, before I do anything else, I wake myself up with some acupressure. And liver three is one of my favorite points. Forgive me, but I'll, I'll show you if, if this is going up on YouTube, there'll be some use to this. So there's between the first and second metatarsal, it makes a little triangle and this is a weird angle. But between the first and second bones, there's a little point just in there, liver three, liver two and three are really great. Um, but you can squeeze. I'm doing a little pinch with the bottom of my foot and the top and you feel around until you're like, oh yeah, that's the point. That's the spirit cave. That's the little mini well where my chi is accumulating and you can just hold and press for 30 to 90 seconds. I love this one a little longer. This is a big detox point. It's called the great rushing or that would be the, the hope, the closest translation um, from Chinese to English, um, meaning you're opening the floodgates and asking the, the liver to dump what you don't need anymore. Um, that's one of the four gates they would call it. The other one that's really good to know, these are both like general wellness points, but this is like a, a mover and a shaker. I like to call it um, liver, I mean, large intestine four, excuse me. Um, squeezing between your thumb and your first finger. So you can see how they're sister points, like the first two bones of the hand and on the foot, the first two bones on the foot. So those two points, um, if there's any to learn, maybe learn those two. If you're pregnant, don't do them. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but how does how else to support your liver? Um, eat healthy fat and don't eat too much junk. <laughs> eat lots of greens, right? We all know this already. <laughs> um, and then another one, just once again from my own curiosity, are is about is there anything you can do to support a UTI or to help prevent a UTI? This is something I'd never had a problem until coming off hormonal birth control. <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh. I was going to look up the point for you, but, um, bladder work is really help. I mean, I didn't really struggle with it and I, I feel you cause I had a little bit of issue with that when I was younger, but working my bladder channel since then, I haven't had that issue anymore. Bladder and kidney, of course. Um, so go on my YouTube and look up the pyramid stretch, or I think there's a video called safely stretch your hamstrings. Okay. Um, and that one would be really good for UTI. So you want to work the back chain of your hamstrings. Um, that chain of fascia goes right up into the lower realm and, and probably, you know, links up with the bladder. So clearing that stagnation out of the lower aspect of your pelvis would be really good. Um, and I know I, I think um, bladder 40, bladder 23. Let me look them up. I'll look it up for you. I have that noted somewhere. Okay. It's not popping into my head. Stomach 30, stomach 36 um, could be good too, to just clear, uh, get your immune system up. Stomach 36 is just under your knee to the outside of your shin between the fibula, fibula and tibia. So there's a, here we are in the junctures, right? Between these two bones, there's soft tissue right in between there at the top of the triangle. It's okay. really hard to see my leg at this angle, but you get the idea. And you can do this one, here, I can tilt this down. You can do this one with cross legs and I like to club my fingers and just kind of drop my leg and then let it rest down. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one to get your immune up. Spleen six, spleen six at your inner ankle bone. But there's one more specific. I kind of want to say stomach 40, but I should stop saying it because I'm sure I'm wrong. <laughs> An acupuncturist would be a better person to ask for that specifically, but yeah, some good acupressure. If you did that on the daily, I'd be curious if it um, helped you go into prevention mode. Okay. Yeah. Bon, this has been fantastic. Is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that you'd like to talk about? Oh my gosh. I feel like I, I spoke up into a spiral. I don't even know where I am. <laughs> Um, let's see. I, I think, um, that was really amazing. I just, I hope that fascia flossing gets out there in the world a little bit more. Cause I really just want folks to feel better in their bodies, encompassing their holding their vessel in a way. I think what I'll say is that, uh, since I learned Bob's work, I finally felt like I could rest like I could stop hunting for how to take care of my body because I now have a tool that is actually effective 
Um, and I love all the other tools and they're all supportive, but this one for me really helped. And all the other things that I do for my body are heightened because I've cleared my fascia in a way that helps everything flow better. I cleaned up my house. <laughs> and then when the decorator comes to give me a little bonus, it's even better. Right. The acupuncture, interestingly enough, I took a break for about three or four years when I was learning Bob's work or doing it often. And I went back to it and it was like extremely more impactful because you're literally unkinking the garden hose of those energy channels. You're, you're sweeping up the train tracks so that the chi can flow better over um, over the, the streams of fascia, the chains of fascia. Yeah. So I guess I'll finish with that. More chi flow for all. <laughs> That's a beautiful way of summarizing it. Yeah. It just, yeah. So it's really like it works hand in hand having released fascia should improve any kind of acupressure or acupuncture that you're receiving, right? Because it allows that chi to flow better. Right. Okay. Um, I would say that fascia flossing is working on the macrocosm, the, the larger aspects of the fascia. And if the fascia is the energetic transportation network, if your transportation network is full of traffic <laughs> clogged up with yucky stuff on your tracks she's gonna have a harder time of moving of moving through so we're just cleaning up the tracks letting the chi do its thing like i said it's just an augmentation of your body's intelligence we're just supporting it already the body is so smart so epically intelligent. I mean, a hundred trillion, some people argue a hundred, some people would say 30 trillion cells orchestrating an organization to create our experience. I mean, just phenomenal. And we're, we, our bodies already know all these things. We're just sometimes have to press the turn on button a little bit. Like, Hey, let's do this let's get the liver cranking or let's say hey to the spleen. And it could be just that. It could be just talking or meditating with your organs or parts of your body, but sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes you got to go into the physicality, be in mass. We are, we are mass. We can't forget about that part of our body. And I think that's something special because all of us are really getting spiritually, energetically aware um, and that can do so much for us, but sometimes we have to go back to the physical self. Oh, last thing back to the physical self, but the fascia is kind of like our in-between of the spiritual and the physical because it is the transportation network. And because it has so much intelligence based on the embryo and how it's laying down the track so that we can form the fascia talks about, or the fascia teaches us um, kind of the, the, the non-line, almost as if there's a line, but there isn't a line between aliveness, spiritual, and the mundane, the physical. 
the fascia kind of morphs us and finds that very middle point where there isn't there isn't one way or the other it's it all comes together in the fascia and i think we'll learn more and more about that as it does hold our life story some practitioners would say yeah. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is this has <laughs> been such a great conversation, Bun. Ah, thanks. Wow, fun. Very fun to talk with you, Brandy. Would you share how people can find you? Oh yeah. Um, go to thefloss.com. Super easy. Thefloss.com, or you can find me on my Instagram at Bonzi. Always DM, email me. I'm with you. Um, and floss culture will um also be up very shortly you can find us there okay thank you thank you so fun are you ready to try official flossing for yourself right now you can take advantage of a month free membership at thefloss.com using code teamfloss this will give you access open up access to the Floss Virtual Library with over 70 recorded videos, plus some live one-on-one trainings throughout the month. Next week on The Alchemy of Things, I sit down with Jen Miller to talk about emotional freedom, freedom technique. This is also known as tapping, and it's one more tool for you this holiday season. When things feel so stressful during the holidays, whether that's just because of extra traffic, all of the added stress of holiday shopping and pulling together meals, or whether it's family. These tips and tools that Jen shares next week will help you manage the stress. What's more is there's something that you can do anywhere. So it's much like flossing, where there are certain movements um, you can do anywhere with flossing. The same is true of emotional freedom technique and tapping. Be sure to join us next week for that conversation. Until next time, bye.